Hello there, friends. It is Jimmy Maverick, and welcome to the Fantasy Maverick Podcast, coming at you from Santa Fe, New Mexico, and we are going to talk about quarterbacks today. Now, uh, obviously, we are still super early. We've got a full month until free agency happens, but in the meantime, there's stuff happening as far as the quarterbacks go. you got Phil Rivers, who's been released from the Chargers. You've got um, Drew Brees, who renewed his contract to play again in New Orleans this year. Uh, that, of course, opens the door for Teddy Bridgewater to end up somewhere else. And let me tell you, if I had a choice between Teddy Bridgewater and uh, Phil Rivers, I'm going to take Teddy Bridgewater. So I hope he ends up in a good landing spot. We'll see what happens. Uh, By the way, Taysom Hill is not going to go anywhere. He is still going to be on the Saints. He's a gadget player. He's not a starting quarterback. Don't bet on him to be that. Um, But anyway, uh, it would be interesting to see what he is able to do should Drew Brees get injured this year, and he will be the backup quarterback. So I think that will really be a proving ground to see if Taysom Hill actually has the chops. But in the meantime, let's let's look at the past few years, right? This past year, Lamar Jackson. Late round quarterback pickup comes out, lights the league on fire, is the league MVP, and probably helped you win your league. Um, the year before, Patrick Mahomes a late round flyer that uh, late round quarterback that you could have gotten um, uh, relatively late in the drafts uh, turns around league MVP sets the league on fire, sets all these records and probably helped you win your league year before that Deshaun Watson. Okay. So he, so each of the past three years, we've had a guy come in and all of a sudden the top three quarterbacks in the league are these three guys that just started. And it was all in their sophomore years that they all broke out And so now who's it going to be this year? Now, I do not think it's going to be any of the rookie quarterbacks coming in. Rookies have a notoriously tough problem um, being productive for fantasy, especially. Um, And what I like to say is not only do I avoid rookie quarterbacks, but I, I avoid all players that are playing with rookie quarterbacks. And I'm sure those of you that took David Johnson or um, Christian Kirk or um, uh, let's see, or oh, anybody on the Washington Redskins, you know, you, you know, you knew what was going to happen there, right? So let's look at players that I think are good buys, good values for your draft that have potential upside. And I think the most obvious next player up is a gentleman down in um, Phoenix by the name of Kyler Murray. Now, uh, Kyler Murray had an outstanding rookie season. Really, I mean, it was he was tremendous. He was overall the quarterback nine, which is very, very good. You do not see that a lot. I do like the fast pace of this offense. He um, ended the year with, let's see here, 3,722 yards and 20 touchdowns, uh, along with uh, 544 rush yards and four te- and four rushing touchdowns. Um, so basically... That was an outstanding season, and he was second or third in the league. He had the second most rushing yards in the league behind Lamar Jackson. So I think with this fast break offense that we have in in Arizona, I think you're going to see more of that. I think he's going to be better. His uh, wide receivers, which were mostly rookies, um, you know, the, the along with Christian Kirk and Larry Fitzgerald, but you had two rookies on the field there as well. He uh, had some good rapport almost instantaneously with Kenyon Drake, who should be back. And uh, even David Johnson's going to be back. And David Johnson does have a role, a receiving role that 
perhaps they will use him for. I mean, they are paying him $13 million a year, so they should. So prospects look very, very good for Kyler Murray. Now, my big concern with him right now is, is the hype train going to push him too far up the draft board? Now, I, I really, really like Kyler. If you can get him in the quarterback 8 to 10 range, right? If the, the, the 8th to 10th off the board, we're talking right around 90 to 100 ADP as far as where he would go, what round you need to take him in. Um, that's like perfect. That's like a sweet spot to get him at. That's like about the same spot that Lamar Jackson was in last year. So I would totally go for him there. My big concern with him is that he will go much earlier. He'll be like Baker Mayfield. He'll come off the board fifth quarterback, you know, right after the big three guys. And then maybe, uh, maybe someone like Dak Prescott. I'm, I'm not sure, but, uh, you know, if, if he goes off that early, I'm not going to be getting him. I'm not going to have money to my teams. I like to wait, uh, as late as I possibly can to get my QB one. And, um, you know, if he goes that early, there's going to be other guys I'm going to look, look for. Now, the other guy who I think also has a ton of potential, maybe not as much as Kyler Murray, but I think he could absolutely become a QB one and has some significant upside is Daniel Jones of the New York Giants. Now, Jones had a pretty decent season. He had, he was the QB 22 overall. Uh, he had 3,000 passing yards with 24 touchdowns, only 12 interceptions, uh, 279 rush yards and an additional two touchdowns. So not bad. He played in like 13 games. Um, and, you know, obviously my big concern with Daniel Jones is can he hold on to the ball? 11 fumbles lost. That's, you can't do that in the NFL. I'm sure that will be a major point of focus this next year about him not holding on to that ball too long. And, um, anyway, but, but I think he's going to, I think what I like about him is the fact that in, of those 13 games, in three of them, he had four plus touchdowns. That's pretty good, especially for a rookie. And um, so that was nice to see. Again, it wasn't an, against any outstanding competition. They were three bad teams that he did that on. But still, I like to see that. That points to some upside there. And when you're talking about where he's projected to go this next year, I mean, he's virtually free. He's going to be, right now, he's projected as the quarterback 24, right around pick 162. This is a guy you can take right at the end of your draft if you want if you are daring I mean that's the thing you've got to be extremely daring to wait that long to take your quarterback <laughs> I don't know if I can do that now if I have a deep enough bench uh, uh you know like eight or more slots where I would take a second quarterback I'd absolutely take him if you're in a two quarterback league I love him as your second quarterback for a two quarterback league or even your third you know as your as your reserve um just has significant upside. The NFC East is just a terrible division. Uh, it's not that hard for you to do well in that league. So I think that's very good. And, um, you know, you look at this, this offense and it's got a lot of key components that you want to see for success for the quarterback. So, you know, you've got Saquon Barkley, one of the best running backs in the league. You've got a group of very good receivers. You, you've got, you know, um, you got, you got Sterling Shepard. You've got uh, Golden Tate and you've got Darius Slayton, who really came on last year very nicely as a rookie. So um, there's some talent there. You got Evan Ingram. If he can stay healthy, of course, that's the big thing there. But um, I got to tell you, man, uh, Daniel Jones is going to be absolutely on my radar. Um, and again, he's so cheap that if you take him and he doesn't work out, it's not really going to hurt your team. 
you know, maybe you take Kyler Murray, you know, at pick 90, and then you back it up with Daniel Jones at pick 160, and you'd be golden. I'd be totally happy with those two as my quarterbacks for this next season. The, the upside on both these guys is tremendous. Um, it's just a matter of getting them at the right point. So uh, outside of those guys, obviously these are those are the two sophomore players looking for a big jump in year two. Um, uh, a player I like heading into year three is Josh Allen uh, of the Buffalo Bills, who had uh, another uh, fantastic season. Um, let's see here. He, had, uh, he was QB8, so he was ahead of Kyler Murray. 3,089 passing yards with 20 touchdowns, 510 rush yards, and nine rushing TDs. So he uh, was third in the league for rushing yards for quarterbacks, so that was very good. Uh, nine rushing TDs was outstanding, and that's what made him the quarterback eight. Uh, and I think he is, he has room to improve. When you look at how that team, I mean, it's a very good team. It's a quality roster. They had a good team put together, but look, they had a true freshman running back, Singletary, come out of nowhere and dominate that backfield, become the true, um, RB1 by the end of the season. Uh, you also have, uh, you know, you had two transfers, two, uh, free agents that came in, uh, John Brown and, um, why am I drawing a blank on his name? <laughs> I had it written down here because I kept I keep forgetting his name. Um uh oh yeah, Beasley, Cole Beasley, that's right. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, those two guys. They were coming in fresh off the street, man. They didn't know the playbook. They had to learn during the course of the year. They had to develop a relationship with Josh Allen. They did very well. Now they're talking about in this draft, they're gonna focus on getting a true wide receiver one. And this this class is loaded with wide receiver talent. I, I, I think it's going to be the best wide receiver draft class since 2014 when it was OBJ and Sammy Watkins and Brandon Cooks and Kelvin Benjamin, all guys that came in rookie year, blew up the league, did fantastic. I think we're going to have another year like that with these rookies. And I got to tell you, you give them another year in the system. You've already got an excellent defense on this team. Um, that's going to help, help them run the kind of game plan they want to run with Josh Allen. I'm telling you, I think he is going to be tremendous this year. And I really like him as well. He is projected right now, um, very cheap quarterback 20 at pick number 145. I, I, that sounds a little bit low. I think he is actually going as the quarterback 10, right at about pick 110, right around, right around there. Um, at about the same point that I'm seeing Kyler Murray. Uh, but it's going to be, you know, again, um, they're, they're just in the sweet spot for me for where I want to take a quarterback. And so any of these three guys, man, I think are going to be outstanding for your fantasy team. And I'll absolutely keep an eye on them during the preseason and, and during training camp because I think they're all going to be huge this year. They're going to be a big part of why you're going to have a great fantasy season. Um, so that's, that's it for that. Now also, uh, you know, talking about the, the elite quarterbacks, another one that I was thinking about putting in here, uh, one of the top guys, man, Patrick Mahomes, you know, Mahomes did not have a great fantasy season last year he really fell off from what he did in his uh in 2018 and because of that you know he's still going to be the second quarterback taken off the board and I see him going as high as like end of the second round but I gotta say man if he falls to the third or fourth round I would consider taking him 
I mean, he, he just has such tremendous upside in his play. And it was, he really, he slumped hard. I, now, he came on super strong during the playoffs in the Super Bowl. He did great. I mean, come on. Three come from behind wins. He scored at least 30 points in each of those games. He was on fire. Okay. That's the kind of player that everyone thought he was going to be this year, and he wasn't. He only had like 26 touchdowns. 4,000 yards, he missed three games because of an injury. So I got to say, man, I mean, I, I would not take him in the second round. But let's say you pick like first and you come back around and you got pick 24 and 25 and 24, you maybe take another running back, maybe an elite wide receiver. But then Mahomes is still sitting there, man, for your third pick. Man, I'd probably take him, you know, and, and there, there are certain projections that have him in the forties, you know, as far as when he's going, you know, in the, in the fourth round. And I got to say, man, I would love to have Patrick Mahomes on my team and get him in the fourth round. So that's something you're just going to want to take a look at. I doubt it's going to happen. I think he's going to go not too far after Lamar Jackson goes. Um, and Lamar Jackson is a huge regression candidate for me. I don't like him at all this next year, but Mahomes, whoo. That's a different situation, man. So, so those are some guys to keep, uh, you know, to keep an eye on. So, uh, you know, just real quickly, Kyler Murray, Daniel Jones, uh, Josh Allen, and of course the King Patrick Mahomes. He's great. So thank you very much for watching the Fantasy Maverick podcast. And, uh, we'll be back next week. We'll be talking about other aspects. I think we're going to be getting a little bit more into free agency because we're going to be getting closer to that. But we'll see what happens during this next week. But uh, I appreciate you watching. Please like and subscribe. Comment if you got anything you, you want to say or you want to ask. Uh, I appreciate any feedback that I get. Uh, love to hear from you guys. So thanks again for watching and have yourself a great day.